Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome, welcome to another edition of NTOPD Live, or should I say special edition of NTOPD Live, hosted by yours truly, Staff Sergeant Hicks, hashtag the Professional SGL. Listen, of course, I know y'all looking, I'm, yeah, church today, drove back to Beaumont, kind of took a nap, I didn't even change. Okay, so it was a, it was a tough night last night, I tossed and turned, was up early today, so we didn't even do it, but listen, so uh, just one admin note, if you did not get a chance to see, if you did not get a chance to see Saturday morning Sizzler, you need to go back and check it out. It is on my personal page. It is also on the NCOPD live page. Myself, Oz and Coach K had a <laughs> had an awesome time. Soon to be Sergeant Major retired, Fagar checking in the building, appreciate it. But listen, so tonight's a special edition. So this is the first for tonight because our guest tonight is the first guest to come onto the platform and be in a deployed environment right now. Our special guest that's coming on tonight is coming at us live from Afghanistan. So I'm going to bring him out without further ado. NCOPD Live family, help me. Welcome the one and only first Sergeant Quentin Duncan. What's going on, Top? What's going on with you, brother? How you feeling, man? Man, everything is everything. Listen, so before we even get before we get into even just greeting one another, here at NCOP okay. Live, we like to, you know, we like to surprise people every now and then. So uh okay. we 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 had some ideas in mind and um we were able to come up with something so I'm gonna bring out somebody that that I'm sure she knows you pretty well, and I'm sure you know her pretty well. Without further ado, I'm gonna bring out the one and only, the first lady, Mrs. Duncan. How you doing, ma'am? Yeah. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm Hi, good. Boo -boo. Yo. <laughs> so I understand y'all just celebrated an anniversary, right? Yep, December thirtieth. Okay, so before we even let him talk, I want to get your perception, your idea on who is this individual to you? Ma'am, the mic is yours. You talking about that guy sitting on that couch? That guy sitting on that couch. Who is he to you? 
he's everything to me. He is my lifeline, the air I breathe. He's my support system. He's everything, just everything. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask him the same question. What does this young lady mean to you, Top? Mike is yours. First of all, how do you get my wife? That's, let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that's my rock right there. That's my baby. Um, she knows Q. Um, and, and that we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, she, she is my everything. She, she's been my support system since we've been out here. Um, prior to knowing me, mom, she knew nothing about the military, but soon as, you know, she started talking to me and being around a military family, she hopped right in. Um, and I heard it the other day, um, talking to her brother and he was asking some questions about AGR officer and all this other stuff. And, um, she hopped in like she was prior enlisted. <laughs> um, just, just let you know, like she does everything. I'm, I'm glad it's at a distance, man, because you you're not gonna oh, have me emotional, emotional out here. Not not now, man. Not not before we get started. Um, but that that's my everything, man. That's my rock. That's the that's the best guest you could have brought on here, man. Okay, so let me, so let me ask you a question, ma'am. So uh, just just for uh, just for you, I'm I, I, we're gonna we're gonna just I want you on just for just a brief moment. Okay, as a, as a military spouse. If you would look into the camera and talk to those those young ladies out there as far as being a military spouse and and that your husband is deployed right now, um, talk to the talk to the ladies out there about uh, how to be a strong support system uh, when your spouse is is deployed, you know, dealing with the children and, and just the daily duties around the house. Uh, how do you go ahead and how do you get, a, you know, get by doing that every day? Okay. I think for us, our situation is a little different. Um, we don't have small children. Um, before we got together, Quentin has a daughter. I have a son. They are both of age. Mm -hmm. His son, his daughter's 24. My son's 20, just turned 22. So mm -hmm. like, we don't have that dynamic in our household. Um, but for me being a first time, I'll say only time military wife, mm -hmm. um, it's different. It's it's definitely hard. It was definitely an adjustment. You know, um, I'm with family, you know, they've been a support system for me for uh, pretty much for the most part. But I would just say, like, be there, you know, at every drop of the dime. Like, I know the time difference for us is, um, you know, it's kind of like not a hassle, but it's it's hard. You know, so like when I'm going to bed, Quentin's waking up. When he's going to bed, I'm waking up, you know. So I just try to answer his calls anytime that he calls me. Um, and I'm just there. Like he, I'm there for him. He's there for me. So if anything, I would just say be there for him as much as you can in every aspect of the word. Okay. Wow. You got anything you want to add to that top? Sound like she's nah, talking she talking about sacrifice. She, yeah. she nailed that, man. She she yeah. nailed that because, you know, a lot of things you, you understand that you're a soldier There's certain things we, we talk about certain things. Because they're going to understand when you say it, they're going to understand the way you say it and they're going to understand how to react 
um, to the situation because it's you. And and even with MRT, you know, you have that that go-to person when you have that good news. But at the same time, you got that go-to person when you got bad news. That's either going to elevate that or or gonna gonna make that situation better for you. And and I would just say to military spouses, male or female, when when they're calling, when they need you, um, they're 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 always priority. But during deployment, like they're 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 uber priority. You know what I mean? And and that's that's exactly what she's done. No matter what time I. Call no matter when I need a sheet that for me. That's my baby. Okay. Well, myself, from myself, the advisors and the NCO PD Live team and all of the NCO PD Live community, I see people on here. We would like to tell both of you all happy anniversary. Oh, thank you so much. And ma'am, we appreciate you jumping on uh, real quick. Is there any last words you want to tell him before he go off? Keep it clean, please. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, ma'am. <laughs> I love you. I miss you. I'm so extremely proud of you. And I can't wait for you to come home. I can't wait to hold you in my arms. Um, I don't know if he wants me to tell you guys this, but his birthday's coming up on Thursday. So I just I love you and I'm proud of you. Keep doing your thing. That's it. You not gonna do this, man. Really, man. That's it's it, man. Okay. I real love men you. cry. Real men cry. Real men cry. <laughs> so, ma'am, I appreciate you jumping on. I'm pretty sure you're gonna be watching the show, so you can absolutely afterwards, you know, to let him know how he did. But yep. we appreciate you jumping on, ma'am. And thank uh, you for having me. Have a good evening. You as well. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Top top man. Listen, man. Listen. <laughs> I got my, I see my boy Kentrell, Kentrell, Andrew Heron right there talking about don't cry top. And they know it ain't, it, I'm, I'm a tough dude, man, but it's, 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 it's certain people that, that'll get me there. And that's her. I appreciate yeah. that, man. I appreciate hey. that. We can, we can end the interview now, man. We can end it now. So. No, 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 ah. no. Before we even I'm get good. started, man, let's, let's get you back in. Uh, um, so I tell you what, this would be a good time uh, before we get your introduction. Another thing we do here at NCOPD Live, man, we like to. We like to do what we call icebreakers. We don't like to break okay. the ice. And I think right now, before you do your introduction, we might need to break the ice to get you back. Cause I know you're kind of emotional right now. But we have we have two games we play. We have two games we play here at NCOPD Live for icebreakers. One's called Quick and 60, where I would ask you 12 questions and you have to get them in 60 seconds. But we're not gonna play that. Okay. Tonight we're gonna play the five-second rule. Now you have an option. No one has ever came on NCOPD Live and not played either one of these games. Now, you're the first person to come on in a deployed environment. You can be the first person to decline this, this game if you choose to do so. What would you like to do? I'm going to go ahead and play it, man. Okay. I don't want to be the first not to do something. I'd rather be the first to do something. Okay. I want to be the first not to do it. Okay, so let me explain the rules to you. I'm going to ask you a question. The clock is going to start after I ask you the question. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to name me something, and you have five seconds to name all of the three that I'm going to ask you within five seconds. Okay, yeah, I, I see the plan. I have five questions that I'm going to ask you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, so let me let me get the clock together because every time you finish a question, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the clock to see if you got it within five seconds. 
So nobody don't think that we cheating. It's on zero zero. Okay. Clock starts after I say the first question. All right. So let me get okay. this down from here. All right. Name three army installations. Belvoir Mead Meyer. Okay, top. Okay. 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 <laughs> Reset. Name three army values. Leadership, duty, selfless service. Okay. Three minutes, three seconds, 35. I feel like I was quicker than that, but it's cool, man. I see. Here we go. Everybody <laughs> want to change the rules. Everybody want to change the rules. Now, you're, you're 42, right? My trade, right? I haven't done 42 alpha work since 14, but, but let's go. Let's get it. I guarantee you, it's, it's, it's easy. You should get this. You should get this. All right, let's go. Name three DA forms. 4856, 31, and 2166-2. Whoa. 4.81 seconds. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to get a little harder. We're going to get, well, it's okay. not harder, but I think it's going to it's starting to get a little tough. You ready? Mm-hmm. Name three sustainment MOSs. 428892. 5.25. Okay. Last one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Name three past or present SMAs. Daily Preston Channel. Whoa, y'all, he got all five of them. Congratulations, Top. Congratulations. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Now, was they right? That's what I want to know. Did I get the answers right? So you said, so so you said leadership. I saw that is loyalty, but you loyalty. gave an acronym. You gave yeah, an acronym. You know what? Everybody does that. Everybody does that. They say leadership because they think of the acronym, but it's yeah, loyalty. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. So, it's cool. Yeah, but that was the only one. So Tell us a little bit about yourself, your introduction, man. Who are you, where you from, and what you want us to know about you. The mic is yours, Top. Oh, okay. Um, well, um, a little bit about me. I'm, I'm Quentin Duncan. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Parents, um, Robert, Denise Duncan, um, raised us, me and my brothers, um, and gave us everything that we wanted, everything we needed. Um, my dad was, um, he retired from People's Energy. And my mom worked for the American Dental Association. Both of them was very hard workers. And so I get the grit, the grind, everything from them. And I kind of carried that throughout my life. Joined the Army when I was 20. Um, and I could tell you all the duty station, but I don't want to bore you. But um, first duty station was um, Fort Raleigh, Kansas, to Germany. Germany to Chicago, Chicago to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico to Fort McCoy. Fort Dix, D.C., and now I'm in Afghanistan. Um, I would say my most um, rewarding positions was as an instructor at BLC. I know you were an instructor as well. So I was an instructor and senior instructor at Basic Leader Course and senior instructor for Master Fitness Course. Um, my current AGR position is um, over at OCAR under OSD, um, Officer of the Secretary of Defense, Reserve Forces Policy Board at the Pentagon slash Belvoir. Uh, but I'm currently assigned to the 442 AG Company, um, and they're out of Tallahassee, Florida, as their first summer out here um, in Afghanistan. Um, as you as you guys know now and always know, married to my wife Nika, and we got two kids, and that's me, man. 
Okay. So, man, before we get started, man, so uh, you are a fellow podcaster yourself, so you have a show called Battle to Battle. How did this come about before we even get in the interview? Tell tell the followers about your podcast. What is Battle to Battle? We got us. Hey, I appreciate you for letting me do that, man, because uh, every every part of my um my my platform, I, I use a term called brag different um, mm-hmm. in which I allow the, the guests to just talk about some of the stuff that they're doing out there in the community that that people might not know about. And in a sense, that's what my entire podcast is about, talking and, and, and highlighting people that are doing amazing things out here that people just might not know about. As you know, in the army, we call each other battle. It's a term of endearment. But through life, we go from battle to battle. And we just try to be, be as resilient as possible and make it through. Um, and, and what I realize is that a lot of these people aren't getting the 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 exposure that they should be getting. Um, so I, I know you asked about my podcast and it is my podcast, Battle to Battle. But I want to try to do this in about two minutes and kind of um, even more so talk about the people that I've interviewed, man. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm currently at about to drop episode 12 in a, in a couple of days. So my first 10 guests, man, just I learned from them just so much. So my first guest was Joshua Hunter, which is my cousin through marriage, 28 year old father, activist in his community, um, working with the Boys and Girls Club, just out there doing amazing things at 28 years old. Episode two was Kiwana Phillips. You had her own soon to be song major, Kiwana Phillips. Mm -hmm. I mean, wife, mom, author, fitness trainer. I I, I mean, uh, chef, real estate, you name it, she's doing it. Third was my cousin, Terrell Wilson. Um, He's another young guy. He's a pastor in in the city of Chicago. And he's from where I'm from in Chicago on the west side. So for you to make it through that and be mentoring and be a pastor. And he's also a financial advisor. Um, Episode four was a retired captain, um, Brian Hampton, who is a a father of two. He owns two businesses and financial management expert, all that type of stuff. Episode five was my homegirl. Soon to be, she saw first class Candace Dawkins, but soon to be Chief Dawkins. Um, She's a mom as well. Um, but she has her own skincare product, Bevidere, and she's doing amazing things out there. So it's just things you wouldn't know if, if you know, if you didn't hop on the podcast and see it. episode six, Giovanna Harrell. And I know you know who she is. Um, right. She is well known as my favorite soldier. I know you're not supposed to have favorites, um, but she is. Um, she was one of my instructors over at the academy. Um, mental mental health expert. She's a fitness expert. You need to have her on here very soon. Um, but she was my seventh um, interview. Episode seven was retired. First song, Brandon Butler with Beast Mode of Kentucky. Um, I know Kiwana Phillips knows him and Sergeant Major Griffin, who you know, knows him as well. But he's out here mentoring and training the youth and getting them prepared for college. Episode eight, was Casey Owens, a 32-year-old guy out of Bertie County, North Carolina, who mm-hmm. ran for the Board of Education at 32 years old, man. Wow. Um, I mean, you just you just don't see it. Um, so he, he's, a, he's a devoted father as well, man, out there doing his thing. Episode nine, she's like a little Instagram, Facebook sensation. She's like three feet tall. Her name yeah, is Keisha Um, So she out there doing her thing. Episode 10 was my homeboy because I, I did a little little couple years out in, out in Cali when I went to high school out there. Um, but a guy who kind of turned his life around from being a kind of a street guy to being a legend in the hip hop 
world out there in, in Long Beach. And now he's a devoted father and football coach. You know, in episode 11, I mean, y'all, that's that's the freshest one on there. It's a guy named Marquise Lupton. He from Lancaster, PA, from where my wife is from. He just started his own digital television network. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the people that I'm interviewing, man, it, it, it just it inspires me to just continue doing this, man. And that's why I did it. I'm, I don't, don't want to miss her. But episode 12 coming is Miss Brianna um, Hunter Medina. She's a um, credit campaign expert. She's also an SGL and a wife. Of reason why I did it, man, because I feel like it's it's so many times out here that people are, are, are working and, and, and busting the ass out here. And trying to trying to make a footprint, trying to make a difference, and they they may just need that extra push. They need that that extra exposure, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure that I create a platform people can come on. I don't need no money for it. It's none of that. You get on here and you you show off. You let people know what you spent your hard earned money doing, and your time and your effort and energy. And and I want to put you out there. And, and that's what battle to battle is, man. So um, it's battle to battle, as y'all can see going across the screen. Um, and, and that's on Instagram as well. Battle to battle podcast. And you will see my smiling face in the in the picture. So I appreciate you, man. So I've, I've checked out uh, the uh, the content of this page and I actually follow the page. So uh, I'm going to openly endorse you uh, to say that if you're not if you're not if you haven't checked it out, uh, I would definitely go check out the page. Uh, there's always something. I, I caught the the brother from Lancaster. Uh, oh. and I, and yeah, his show was awesome. All of them was awesome, but his resonated a lot. And then I saw the preview of episode uh, number 12 uh, that's getting ready to come out. So all of you, my NCOPD Live followers that are watching and they may view this later, uh, if you get a chance, go over there and check out Battle to battle, go like, follow the page. Uh, it's right here on the bottom. You can't miss it. And um, you're doing some awesome, doing some awesome work over there. So, man, I, I, I applaud you uh, for that. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not like you. I, I can't go back and name all of my guests. I would. I I I I didn't even start seasons. If I would start seasons, I'm on season six because this is six years I've been doing this, and I couldn't tell you how many guests I had. I really couldn't. But I, re I remember I remember some, but I couldn't go back and name them all. I'm going to tell you right now, I couldn't do it. I'm going to forget somebody. I mean, you ain't, you ain't got to just throw it out there that you've been doing it six years on my little platform, man. You know, you ain't got to no, splash on my little parade. That's all right, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm light work to you. I'm light work. I'm getting there. I appreciate you, man. No, man. But that's, that's one of the reasons why I got you on here, because I like your energy, man. And it's, it's just that, you you know, you really, really, they come, you know. So that's one of the reasons why uh, I definitely invited you. So my opening comments to you is, hey, first and foremost, man, I thank you for taking the time out because you're in, you're in Afghanistan right now. You and uh, you just recently got back to your humble abode where you actually stationed in Afghanistan and you could be sleep right now, but so I appreciate you uh, taking the opportunity and accepting the invitation to come on to the platform. The topics that we're going to talk about tonight is is uh, is is definitely some great topics, uh, maybe sensitive to some people in nature, but it's definitely some conversations that I think that we need to that we need to have. So first and foremost, uh, we we in the army we we focus on mission. We're mission, mission, mission driven. We're mission driven, and. Uh, uh, my old commandant, 
Command Sergeant Major retired Jerome M. Smalls used to tell us the minute that you forget that they are people first before they are soldier, we're losing, we're losing, the, we're losing the battle. So the first topic I want to talk to you about is people versus soldiers. What does that mean to First Sergeant Duncan? People versus soldiers. Yeah. Um, one thing um, I want to I want to you you reference one of my one of my um, episodes. So I want to reference one of yours as mm -hmm. well, um, General Young. Mm -hmm. When you have two the two two specialists on there and and, and um, staff sergeant. Yeah. One of the things they said when when she introduced herself, she introduced herself as Tia, and mm -hmm. she's a general, and how that made them feel, and how that automatically changed um, their relationship from the beginning. That's one of them, you know, your first impression, and their mm -hmm. first impression of them was that she let go of all the ranks so they can get to know her. Mm -hmm. And so one of my favorite sayings, even before I said that, is I'm just I'm just a guy named Q from Chicago that happens to be yeah. a first sergeant. I yeah. mean, and and I still honestly cannot believe I'm a first sergeant. I know it's people that's watching this that know me. It's probably like, yeah, I can't believe you're a first sergeant either, man. You know, so um, and a lot of times when I'm talking to my soldiers, I forget it. I forget that I'm a first sergeant, not on purpose. It just happens. But I think because I forgot it, I've been able to see them as people and mm -hmm. they can see me as a person. And I think that's what's important. Um, uh, some other stuff that I'm sure we're going to get into um, that's important is you're not going to know your soldiers if you don't see them as people first. You're mm -hmm. not going to know them. If you don't take that opportunity to speak with them, see where they're coming from, um, see their mindset, see the army through their lens. One of the things I talk about is that I got a soldier in my unit right now that's 20 years old, mm -hmm. meaning she was born when I joined. Mm -hmm. So she was born wow. when I joined. So mm -hmm. all of this, you know, as, as you know, I can say I'm an old head in it. And I'm sure you, you know, been in, you know, over, over 10, 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. A lot of times us as the old heads, we always want to say, well, these soldiers need to understand. These soldiers need to know this. How are they supposed to know it when they were just born? Mm -hmm. How are they supposed to know what it is that we went through unless they see it in some movie or read in a book or we tell them? They don't know what we went through. We can't. We got to stop trying to turn these soldiers into what we were, and and instead try to turn them into the best version of them. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? We know what it was like when they came in. Mm -hmm. We know the difference between BDUs, um, ACUs, and OCPs. Mm -hmm. We got to stop trying to turn them into what we were. Because guess what? When we were twenty years old, we was terrible too. Mm -hmm. I was a terrible soldier at twenty years old. Yeah. And only thing my leaders tried to do was make me a better version of myself. But mm -hmm. you can't do that. You can't make me a better version of me if you don't know me. And yeah. so getting into these conversations with these soldiers, get, when, when, when you ask a soldier, how you doing? And I know back in the day, it's not it's not very common for you to have a one on one conversation with your first sergeant. Usually if you have a conversation with an E6 and above back in the day, it's probably because you're in trouble. Everything needs to go through your squad leader. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't go through your squad leader when you're talking about job related type things and things you want to talk about. But for your leaders, your actual leaders to know you when your first song, your E7, your platoon song takes that time to walk over to you and say, how you doing? Challenge them and mm -hmm. tell them how you 
Tell them what's going on. And I challenge leaders as well to not just ask that question. It's almost like a rhetorical type question. Go over to them, ask them how they're doing. Mm-hmm. It'll surprise a lot of them. A lot of us leaders are just waiting, waiting for somebody to come and say something to us, especially mm-hmm. the new. We'd be wanting to give you this information. But that stigma has been put out there that, no, don't go talk to the E7. Don't go talk to the first song. But then you expect us to know you. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that right there is where learning them as a person, having mm-hmm. individual conversations with them is, is crucial. And, and, and stop shutting these soldiers up, man. Stop telling them, you know, to suck it up and drive on. Just mm-hmm. deal with it. I mean, because one thing that I heard, and, and, I, and this has stuck with me for a very long time, leaders who don't listen will end up with soldiers who don't talk. Mm, yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to repeat that. Leaders who don't listen will end up with soldiers who don't talk. So mm-hmm. what will happen is these soldiers that get in trouble, these soldiers that have an issue, and then you know, why did they do that? Why would you do that? And now you expect this soldier to open up and tell you everything about themselves, their deep and intimate details, when you've never taken the time. You've never taken this time to get to know this soldier. You know, so this soldier is probably acting out or, or going through things in their life that's affecting their job, but you don't know that because you never saw them as a person first. So so let me ask you this question, because I think I think one of the things, and I'm glad you brought it up, is um a lot of soldiers are intimidated by rank. So I'll tell you, he was just on my show. And and this guy, we kept in contact all the way through his tenure in the military. Mm. When I first met him, he was my brigade commander. At that time, he was Colonel John J.T. Thompson, 41st Fires Brigade, Fort Hood, okay. Texas. And he walked, he walked into the motor pool on motor stables. He was one of them leaders that was going to be out there. He walked into the motor pool and he walked up to me at a vehicle and asked me, what am I doing? Tell me about PMCS in this vehicle. And that was just a conversation about it. And as I'm, as I'm telling him, you know, about, you know, PCS in this vehicle, he asked me, Hey, where are you from? How are you doing? You know, and I'm as a, as a young, I believe I was a young professor at the time at that time, like to be talking to a full bird Colonel as a specialist, that was, was unheard of. You know, that, this guy's taking the opportunity to talk to me and get to know me. But then I also felt like that he was genuine. Mm-hmm. When he so mm-hmm. I followed him all the way through his career when he made one star, two star, and a three star. And I remember when he, I remember when he made three star general, he was over. And every time he got promoted, I reached out to him and said, Hey, sir, congratulations. And he remembered exactly. He never called me by my rank in the email when he replied back. Hey, D. Hey, man. Glad to see you doing good. Or he was like, hey, Dexter, I'm glad to see you doing good out there. Keep doing it. I appreciate it. Same thing when he made two stars. Same thing when he made three stars. We kept that communication and he he was always a person that I could talk to, even though he was a three star general. And I'm a staff sergeant at the when at the time I was at the academy. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times soldiers get intimidated from rank. And I, I do believe that there's a there's a there's a line that has to be established. And in my opinion, my professional opinion, the line is established on your chest. They see mm-hmm. you. So they yeah. know first sergeant, you mm-hmm. know, and that, that line is established, but somewhere down the line that, that could, that trust has been broken. And we, we look at all the things that's happening at, at Fort hood and, and it's just not Fort hood. And there's one thing I don't like about what's going on is that Fort hood is just so happened to be in the light. 
but it's going on. It's it's going on on every installation. I, almost every installation, I can guarantee it. Yeah. But uh, I love the fact that the Secretary of the Army and the Chief of Staff of the Army, SMA, are pushing this people first. Because one thing I realized, Top, is that yes, we're soldiers. Yes, we're to 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 take care of the mission. But guess what? What about what? What am I when I leave out of the gates of Fort Lee? In the evening time, and mm -hmm. I take the uniform off. I'm still a person. I'm yeah. still a part of the society. I'm still a part of the community, and I'm glad that they're coming back to the fact to say, "Hey, we missed the mark. Mm -hmm. We missed the mark. And it's okay. It's okay. We missed the mark. But people first. I agree. People first, and we mm -hmm. got to get back to establishing. Hey, you see my rank. You understand mm -hmm. it." But let's have a people's first conversation. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean that you 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 pretty much nailed it, man. But in in addition to to the to the people first is is knowing knowing yes. the person, knowing the person. This is a social media world, all right. You can't mm -hmm. go in here just talking to these soldiers any type of way. They mm -hmm. handle things different. They were brought up different. Um, one thing is. These soldiers, and, and there's nothing wrong with it because all of us have this in a, in a certain in a certain aspect. These soldiers, they, they kind of want to be liked. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants to be liked. Mm -hmm. Let's get that out there. Nobody, people, just don't, I don't care if anybody likes me. Everybody wants to be liked to a certain extent. But the difference is those of us, you know, who, who, are, who are 30 and older, we, we were raised in the fact of we, we were cool with the people that around us that were that surrounded us. We were cool with them liking us. And that was enough for us. Nowadays, these soldiers want to post a picture on Instagram, Facebook, and they want everybody to like them. They want they want strangers to like them. They want everybody to like them. Not saying we have to cater to every single thing that a soldier wants, but we have to understand their mindset. We have to understand that you can't just say what we used to what what used to be said to us because mm -hmm. one not only will it ruin them it'll ruin your career as well mm -hmm. these soldiers have the ability to go and say certain things that will ruin your career as well because they wasn't raised like us and mm -hmm. so the the people first mentality needs to be thought of every single day consistently because mm -hmm. especially in the environment that I'm in right now people are calling home they can't get in touch with their husband their wife, their boyfriend, finances is out of order. Um, they're seeing their friends having fun. They're missing things they used to do. And this is at the regular unit as well. You have no idea what these soldiers are going through if you don't see them as people first and you talk to them. Mm -hmm. And it's just so important to have these relationships, man. Uh, acting like you don't want to do it, that's the wrong answer. Um, yeah. when, when, when you get to that point, it's, it's maybe time to hang it up. Because guess what? It's, it's, it's their army. You're just kind of living in it right now. Mm -hmm. um, because you got a couple years left. It's, it's their army right now. They're going to be taking over. They're, they're going to be our new leaders. So you might want to, one, figure out who they are as a person and then try to help them to be the best version of themselves so that you can leave the army better than you found. Them. OK. Do you feel as do you feel as as leaders, just leaders in general? I don't want to direct this question directly to First Sergeant Quentin Duncan. But do you feel as leaders because of how the times have changed? in the army that is hard or is it just that people just may be stuck in the old way of the army 
to reach out and have these one-on-one uh, professional, personal conversation to get to know their soldiers? It's a difficult adjustment. Don't get me wrong. Um, but but those are the different types of leadership. Right. So you got you got your direct, you know, you got you got the, the indirect. You got different little types of leadership. You got the, the drill song type. Go ahead. Go do this. Go do that. Um, but to be an effective leader, um, you better be able to change it up. Mm-hmm. You better be able to change it up. It, it it can be difficult if you if you if you want to be stuck in those ways, if you don't understand what these soldiers are going through. Again, not having these personal conversations with them. But you have to realize that that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. This is what the army is. You have to understand that, that this is what these soldiers need. And if, if you want to be an effective leader, you better be able to change it up. Just the same way you change it up from garrison and going into the combat environment, you better be able to change it up when it's time to talk to these soldiers. Yeah. So I know like one thing before we move on to the next subject, uh, uh, it was a lot of people that reached out to the page when the when the George Floyd incident happened. And and and, and that's not that we want to forget uh Rashad Brooks and Brianna Taylor and Ahmad Aubrey, but it was for some reason when the George Floyd, it was like, okay, we've had enough. Mm-hmm. And I saw people posting on social media. But one thing that caught my eyes that you saw soldiers mm-hmm. lack they weren't lashing out, but they were speaking out because this was their this was their their method of getting their voice across. And I remember when the chief of staff gave a direct order. He said, hey, you will go and have these conversations with your with your with your soldiers, with your subordinates. And it was kind of hard for leaders to have those conversations, because, number one, uh, let's just let's be honest. It was a it was a definitely uh, uh, a tough topic to talk Mm -hmm. about when you're talking to uh, soldiers of color, uh, Mm -hmm. black and brown. Uh, it was and and if that leader was uh, a, a Caucasian or of another descent or another ethnicity, it was hard for some leaders to go and have that conversation because the most common question that leaders probably had was, "Where do I start?" Yeah. How, how do? Okay, because I I know I'm looking on the news and everything. What just happened? Where do I start? So if I was to ask you uh, your your thoughts on the groundbreaking of a leader going to have that conversation with getting to know the people part of the soldier first, what would be your advice? First thing, take off the rank, sit mm-hmm. down. Um, you're not given a briefing. Mm-hmm. Um, certain topics that are going to hit soldiers um, that they don't give a damn about the rank, man, sit down and talk to them. Um, mm-hmm. It's same thing. If you're given a sharp EO, um, some these soldiers have been through things. So when it comes to discussing things like, you know, social injustice, you know, Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. um, make sure that you've one, done your research mm-hmm. and you take that rank off um, because these soldiers will eat you alive because mm-hmm. they're in. It. Um, one thing I'll tell you is I right now I live in D.C., and I know my wife is watching and she'll remember the day that they painted the Black Lives Matter street. Mm-hmm. We went, we went and I, I was, I remember being in the living room with her and I told her, I said, I feel like I should be doing something. I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I should be sitting here. I feel like we should be there doing something. And she was like, I agree with you. And we went 
Um, but to go back to your point, when you're talking to these soldiers, take that rank off, sit down and have a conversation with them. Ask them, ask them what, where they're coming from. Ask them, how do they feel about it? And then you cater your conversation off that. I got to be honest with you. Since I've been out here, when we, when we pre, um, pre-mobbed over in McGregor, we got on a big um, um, VTC. And there was mm-hmm. a lot of people on it. You might have been on it. It was a lot of people on it. And there was some leaders on there. And the, the topic was racism in the army. Mm-hmm. And I'm be honest, these leaders wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. They wasn't ready for that conversation. Um, mm-hmm. They just want to read off what they think racism is, what they think being prejudiced. But if you're not having that deep conversation and then have a genuine concern for what these soldiers are going through, they're going to eat you alive. All right. Mm-hmm. So I, I was a part of that. And, and it was clearly bigger than them. The topic mm-hmm. is bigger than everybody. But yeah. you have to take that rank off and sit down and have not even a conversation. It's a facilitation is what you need to have. Yes. What, <laughs> you you need to sit yes. at all. At all, you need to facilitate this conversation, and what you'll find out is that you'll learn a whole lot more by just listening than talking. That's mm-hmm. not a class you can give. That's not a brief you can give. That's a conversation that needs to be had amongst your soldiers, mm-hmm. and, and and if and if you do it that way, I feel like you'll be more effective. Um, I've had a couple conversations one on one and in groups with my soldiers. I've, I've pulled all of my junior enlisted aside. I pulled all my female soldiers aside. I pulled um, all my male soldiers to the side. And there's certain conversations you can have with some, certain conversations you can have with others. But when it comes to this, this George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery, one, if you don't want to have the conversation, probably something wrong with you. If you're against the conversation, it's probably something wrong with you. I'm just going to say it. Mm -hmm. If it's tough for you to have, I understand that because you wanna make sure you're not insulting anyone. But if you feel like the conversation doesn't need to be had, if you're saying that it's not really an issue, you're part of the problem. I'm gonna be the one to tell you, you're part of the problem because it's it's obviously an issue. We sat up and watched George Floyd go from living to dying mm-hmm. on camera. Like if, if that doesn't piss you off as a person, it's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. I don't care if that person was white, black, female, you know, from 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 Asia, Europe. If you can sit up and watch somebody go from living to dying for eight to nine minutes and have an excuse as to why it happened, it's something wrong with you. That's a problem, man. And I think if you I can think watch somebody get shot in the back and then say, "Oh, because he did." It's something wrong with you. That's, mm-hmm. that's a problem in this world that needs to be faced, man. And I think, and I think that was what what uh, soldiers were were, la- were were speaking out. I don't want to say the word lashing, but they were speaking out because they were wanting somebody to understand where they where they come from. And I remember when uh, when it came on uh, when it first happened, I I said something uh, on camera, and I was like. Um, if we if we think that racism or uh, 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 professional racism or however you want to style it is not within our ranks, we we are turning a blind eye uh, to to what's going on. And and I think that's where 
it goes back to this whole thing what the SMA and the Secretary of the Army and the, uh, the CSA is talking about. You have to understand them as people, and I and I said it uh, as a, as a, as a as a black male in the army. I've had to had the conversation with mm -hmm. my sons, with my black sons. Yeah, yeah. And 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 if you if you're not like me, you're not going to understand what it's like to have the conversation. But mm -hmm. it all goes back to like you were saying. We have to look at people first because when they mm. walk out the door, I don't care what they do for you, whether they instructor, first sergeant, colonel, lieutenant colonel, general, when they walk outside them gates and they are not in uniform, they are viewed as society. They are viewed mm -hmm. as a person of the a, 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 a person of the community. So mm. I got the whole concept of you're a soldier 24-7. I got it. But guess what? You're not a soldier 24-7 viewed by the public. Yeah. Now they won't be able to spot you because there's certain differences about how we walk, how we talk, our haircuts. You know, I can't really say nothing about the beard nowadays because most people grow it out over the weekend. But even still, it's something about you that says soldier, but mm -hmm. guess what? The first thing they see when you're not in uniform, mm -hmm. they see person. Yeah. And I think that's how we as leaders change the culture of people versus soldiers. We have to look internally at us first. And like you said, am I a part of the problem? Mm -hmm. Am I a hindrance to the problem? Am, am, I, am, I, am, I, am I stopping the problem? Am I hindering the problem? Because at the end of the day, we all have to walk this life together. Mm -hmm. Why not walk in peace and harmony? That's yeah. my idea. So that, yeah, that's, go ahead. No, you good, bro. You you, you know that's all I was gonna say. That's so it. with that people versus with that people versus soldiers, and we're talking about leaders. That brings me straight to my next point. How do we get leaders engaged? Okay. Because, and then I'm, and then I want to put a twist on it. Like, and and, and if you and if you're doing it, kudos, kudos, because that's what we should be doing as leaders. But on the weekend, if you pick a random installation and just drive through the barracks. And sit out there for let's say four hours. I ain't talking about CQ, y'all. I ain't talking about CQ. I wonder how many NCOs will we see come through the barracks on the weekend? That's a part of the engagement. So, how do we get leaders to be more engaged? Mike is yours. Well, again, it does. It reverts back to that first question of, of, of seeing them as people. But you get leaders to be engaged by challenging them. Mm -hmm. Challenging them, asking them about their soldier, asking them why their soldier is, has not went to BLC, asking mm -hmm. them why their soldier has not, you know, finished their prerequisite courses prior to going to BLC. Ask mm -hmm. them where their soldier is at and ask them how their soldier is doing. If you can't answer these questions, you know, you're not you're not being engaged. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to throw too many names out there, but I'll just say in recent history. I've okay. had a, a say, well, how'd you know that about the soldier? How'd you know that? I'm like, how'd you not know it? Mm -hmm. It was pretty obvious. Um, so what we can do is, is challenge our leaders and ask them questions about their soldiers. Um, because we come to work every day and think that, you know, doing our job, is all it takes to be a leader mm -hmm. doing our job 
Yeah. And then that's it. I did my job. And that's cool. And and I got just so you know, I got a little point for you. I just thought about it when we talk about sports. We're gonna talk about players, all stars, and superstars. We're gonna get into that in a minute. Okay. But um, challenge them to ask them about their own soldier. To me, that's that that that's how you're gonna get engaged the most because these leaders think if they come in and they knock out this many you know awards or or do this many vehicles or um, finish this many projects is their job. They think they've done enough. And if you just want to be average, yeah, you've done enough. But when that eval come out and you don't mm. know who your soldiers and what your soldiers have done. And, you know, because a lot of times as leaders, we get a couple of tasks, but a lot of our evals are wrote through what we've done or what our soldiers have done, what we've supervised, what we've trained, what we've mentored. But if you haven't showed them how to do that, you know, how good of a leader are you? Mm hmm. So if you if you want to be average, then your your, your eval should be average. average. Uh, uh, so let, let, let's talk about eval real quick. If you if you mm -hmm. don't, I always say that I I love I love this this military this army, and and if it's other things that I could have done, you know, most people from the hood say, you know, either you rap or play ball. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, um. I'm, I wasn't very good at rapping. And if you don't notice, I'm only about five, seven. So basketball probably wasn't happening, but I love sports. You know, I love sports. So I'm able to, and I, and I used to coach kids as well. So I'm able to, to relate a lot of things to sports. And what mm -hmm. I'll do with this one is if, if you're familiar with, with, with basketball, let's talk about basketball. Let's compare. And I always tell my wife, when I put my uniform on, I feel like I'm putting on my NBA jersey. And I tell my wife this all the time. Um, so let's, let's, let's equate it to sports. In the NBA, you got your players, mm -hmm. you got your all-stars, but then you got superstars. Now your players, they're going to show up every day, they're going to do their job, and they're going to go home. They're going to collect their paycheck. Nothing wrong with that because sometimes you ask soldiers, do you want to go to the board? Do you want to go to BLC? No, I'm cool right here. This is what I want to do. I'm going to just come to work, do my job, and leave me alone. Cool. Those are your players in the Army. Then you got your all-stars. All-stars are, they're very good. Any team, any unit you put them on, they're going to do pretty good. And in the NBA, any team you put them on, they're going to give you about 15, 20 points. They're going to do good. May not do much more than that, but they're going to do very good wherever you put them. They're going to be a little bit better than everybody else. Will they be now, consistent? NBA, huh? Will they be consistent? Will they be consistent? Now, now you got your superstars. In the NBA, you got your Kevin Durant. You got your LeBron James. Any team that you put them on, that team automatically becomes a contender. That team automatically becomes one of the best teams in the league. Now, are you a superstar? Because everybody wants to say they're a superstar when that eval come out, when they mm. might have just been a player, mm. might have just been an all-star. But they want to say they was a superstar. So you mean to tell me anywhere that I put you, you're going to make the unit better? No, you a player. Be a player, player. And that's okay. All right. When that eval come out, they want to say, remember that one time I scored 20? Well, that'll make you an all-star. Were mm -hmm. you consistently scoring 20? Were you consistently grabbing those 10 rebounds? No, you were not. You were player. And so that's the way I, I kind of look at it. When it's time to write an eval, I remember I had one of my NCOs behind me at the academy. I ain't gonna say his name. You might watch this. He was like, you know, I, I did a little bit more, so I say, cool. I got it in front of me. Tell me what you did. This is what I got. 
And he was standing behind me. Tell me what you did. What is it that you do here? <laughs> I mean, besides your job. And mm-hmm. so when you look at it that way, you got your players, you got your all-stars, but then you got your superstars. And I think that's the reason why they changed that eval too, to really say, yeah, you exceed a standard, but did you far exceed standard? Um, and, and, and that's that's where you kind of get to know your souls as well. Um, letting them know exactly what it is that they're doing. And if they're not good at it, show them where they can improve. And that's a tough conversation for a lot of people to have as well. Like mm-hmm. everybody want to give out candy. Everybody want to tell them how good they're doing. But are you going to be that NCO to say, hey, man, you really messed up. And I need you to fix it. If you don't know how to fix it, let me show you. But you really messed up. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you if you can be that leader, and again, that goes to being engaged, seeing them as people, say, knowing yeah. that person. Yeah. Absolutely. It all of that trickles down. It's, it's, it's a domino effect. Because if if you know, I, I'm I i do not get into the whole rank, but if I'm talking to Staff Sergeant Hicks, I know Staff Sergeant Hicks is an all-star. Yeah. I know he really want to be a superstar though. I know mm-hmm. he got superstar potential. So just like if you you're gonna be an NBA, hey man, I need you to get in here in this gym. I need you to work on this jump shot because I know what you want to be. I know what you're capable of. Also know what it takes to be a superstar. And so that's the same thing you got to be doing to these soldiers. I know you want to be great. I know you want to be better. On your last eval, you was talking about you was an all-star, but you're you you, you you're not quite making an all-star team this year. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what's going to put you on that all-star team next year. And so being engaged and having these conversations with these soldiers is, is what they need. Because if not, they can be walking around thinking they're great. And to be honest with you, this world, even outside the army, gonna tell them real quick that they ain't, mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to be a surprise to them. That's what your kids, that's what your soldiers, with anything, they need to understand that they're not great right now. It's a lot of things they got to do to get to that point. But as leaders, we we got to give it to them. You can't just say, you know what, you messed up, and you walk off. I would you say you you were once an instructor, and you said something before we move on to the last topic. Uh, it takes an engaged leader. Mm-hmm. To tell the person that they are not number one when mm-hmm. they prove that they are number one. You've been there, being at ALC and SLC, being an SLC and ALC instructor. Uh, when it's time to write them 1059s, you know it. Everybody come and they do everything that they think that the SGL wants to hear. Yeah, but it's, a, but it's the small things. You you can't go. You can't get out here and give PRT. Mm. You can't get out here and. I don't. Even, I ain't gonna say call cadence, but I'm just saying march us off the field to get on to the to the uh, what's we call them. You come in the classroom and you and you sit back and you just looking around. You're not you're not participating with the class. Well, son, I, I was I was I was at class on time. Yeah, I put that in there. You was you know effectively timely person. Yeah, I got that. You showed but, up. I, I didn't get I didn't get no negative counselings. So I, I don't understand how I didn't get distinguished honor, a distinguished leader. Well, son, the distinguished leader is the person that checked every block. They mm-hmm. did everything. They were out there giving PRT. They were out there giving a little extra. They showed up for the volunteer project. It's volunteer. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. going to tell you you can't, that you don't yeah. you know, you need to come. But what are you doing? Somebody said it earlier. It's that over and beyond. It's that it's that getting out there doing it. But it takes an engaged leader to look another leader in the eye to tell him or her, hey, right now you ain't cutting the mustard. And you said it. Most leaders nowadays, nowadays, we just giving out free candy. Just, we just mm-hmm. give out free candy. 
because it's the it's the, it's the status quo. It's the new it's the new norm because leaders are not engaged. So I, I like that topic, man. I got I like yeah. that topic. Yeah. So this last to. topic, this last one, man. Top. I I I I thought long and hard about this one. And uh, I, I will say this last topic we're going to talk about is a fixed, broken system. Now, before I give an illustration, or you want me to give an illustration first? Do your thing. Okay, so, for example, a fixed, broken system. You know what? No, I'll talk about awards. Okay. It's fixed. Now... So people on here, I know we got, I know we got some uh, some nominative command sergeant majors, uh, uh, lieutenant general, uh, soon to be retired Thompson's on here. We got another couple of field grade officers on here as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this based off of I'm not speaking for the army, but I'm gonna say this based off of what I've seen, not what nobody what not what nobody's told me, but what I've seen. When I say a fixed broken system as it relates to awards it's fixed for certain individuals to get it which what makes it broken because if a certain person does the criteria to meet to get that award and one of my advisors always says to me um it says to me yeah one of my advisors always says to me, she says, uh, I would always ask uh, my, um, uh, the person, my senior rater or the person that's going to, you know, that's writing the award or that person that's the approving authority of that award. What is their criteria uh, for that award? In my mm -hmm. humble professional opinion, when I say fixed um Broken system, that's one of the things I think about. That's my illustration. Mike, mm -hmm. is what do you think about a fixed broken system? Well, before that, I want to I want to shout out my nephew, Kalan Jeter. I just saw him, you know, okay. hop on. Shout out my nephew, Kalan. Um, so that's him again, KJ Jeter. That's my nephew. Um, but yeah, awards is a is a is a clear example of, of a fixed broken system. Um and we already know, especially on a deployment, it's a blanket. Most of the time, E5 and below might get an AAM if they did pretty good at ARCOM. You know, E6, E7, um, maybe get an MSM, which that's a peacetime award anyway. People don't even think about that. Um, and then the ones above, they get the, the either, the, you know, get the bronze, bronze star or whatever. And so it's already fixed to people thinking that a sergeant E5 type can't do the work to get an MSM. Mm -hmm. It's already fixed that they say that an MSM is for like an E6, E7, E8 that's retiring or E7, E8 or an officer um, that is PCSing or retiring. Um, but the regulation clearly states, clearly in black and white, states that it won't be given off rank. It will be given off merit. Mm -hmm. um, and so it starts in individual units. A lot of people do a lot of talking, man, and and mm -hmm. I mean this. And who somebody gonna gonna feel a type of way? But a lot of people do a lot of talking when it comes to taking care of these soldiers. I promise you, if I got a specialist that's doing some RCOM MSM type work, I'm putting it in. Mm -hmm. You gonna have to you gonna have to prove to me based off my write up as a leader that this specialist didn't do it. 
Mm-hmm. You're going to have to prove to me because I guarantee you I'm going to take that time that says, yes, this specialist was in charge of, of, of you know, 16 soldiers. This specialist took care of this many vehicles. This specialist did this and did that. And so as leaders, it starts with individual leaders. And that's a challenge that I put out there to any leader that's listening. Stop being so damn scared. Mm-hmm. Stop being so scared of what it might. Oh, it's probably going to get pushed back. So so don't do it. Push it up anyway. That's why you got the rank. I don't, I don't understand that. We get to the point. I, I say that's one of the, the super. I'm telling you. I, Man, I just got a counseling statement about three days ago mm-hmm. for, for trying to look out for a soldier. But you know what? I'll take that. I'll take a counseling statement. that clearly says do what your rank can handle. Mm-hmm. I can handle a counseling statement. It's okay because what I was doing was taking up for a soldier. Same mm-hmm. way with the wards. You're taking up and you're showing out for what your soldier did. You write it up and you prove to them that this is what they did. When I when I think are you you still cool on the wars because I want to go a, a different no, route. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something I want you to comment on it. So I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not and once again once again y'all everybody that's watching because I, I knew that this topic a fixed broken system was gonna be something that was gonna be touchy but I'm 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 talking from experience. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say no names. I had a leader at a previous unit of mine told me he or she told me that hey. I was going to write you up for an MFM for everything that you that you that you're doing this that and the third, but I I'm sure it's gonna get downgraded. Back. Yeah, it's gonna get kicked back. So instead of writing you face to face, instead of writing you for an MSM, I'm going to submit you for an Arcom. Now, mm-hmm. me. Let me talk. Let me let let me let D talk for a second. First and foremost, D and Staff Sergeant Hicks and the professional SGL, they're almost they almost similar in 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 uh in, in in styles. But it's just that sometimes if you push D the wrong way, if D stand up, you're gonna deal with D from South Park, Houston, Texas. But but for the most part, they're similar in style because D, Staff Sergeant Hicks, D professional SGL, I don't do nothing for an award. Mm-hmm. I don't do NCOPD for awards. I don't do this for recognition. I do it because I love to give back. But I'm going to tell you what it made me think about said leader is that if 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 you think or you thought that I was worthy of this write-up, of this award, and you chose not to do it because of what you your own preconceived notions of what was going to happen, and maybe he, maybe he or she was right for, for that, because based on what they seen, but you didn't go to bat for me. Mm-hmm. You didn't go to bat for me. So when the individual told me that, I said, hey, Sarn, write me up. I said, write me up what you think I deserve. That's what I said. I didn't I didn't influence. I didn't try to influence. Well, nah, man, I'm, I'm doing this and getting ready to go over here and blah, blah, blah. I'm doing that ain't my job. That's not my job as the as the as the award as the awardee. Write up for me what you think I deserve, and whatever you say that I deserve, guess what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. That individual wrote me the outcome. Mm-hmm. 
So when I say fix broken system, I don't want nobody coming on here saying, I know what the regulations say. I know what it says. Mm-hmm. But let's let's look at it. Let's talk about it in depth. It mm-hmm. is a fixed, broken system mm-hmm. because it's 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 intended to be like Sergeant Major uh like Sergeant Major uh Bricker said. It's supposed to be merit based uh level of responsibility and what that soldier did. It didn't, regardless of their rank, but it's a fixed, broken system, and that's my professional opinion because mm-hmm. I've seen it happen. To this guy, mm-hmm. go ahead. Now, also, and this is this was out here. Um, again, I can't say too many names. I'm still out here. I want to get home. Um, but I had a leader. <laughs> I had a leader say, you know, I never got any awards either when I came up. But that goes back to trying to get these soldiers to understand what we went through. Mm-hmm. They don't got to go through the same thing. So, because exactly. you didn't get one, how did you feel? How did you feel when you when you when and then you bust your ass and you didn't get an award or you got a lower award or your unit couldn't think enough to you to complete your award prior to you leaving. Mm-hmm. Just because you went through it doesn't mean these soldiers have to go through it as well. That will take the motivation away for reserve units. That'll make soldiers stop showing up. That's where you get your non non-participants. When they're like, all right, I'm not going to keep showing up and doing all this work and I'm not going to get recognized. That goes back to what I was saying earlier. These soldiers want to be liked. They Mm -hmm. want to be recognized. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know, us as the full timers, you know, we do our Monday through Friday and then we come in um, on, on our on our drill weekend. And so what we don't realize is they did their Monday through Friday at their regular job. And then they Mm -hmm. come in on the weekend. So they're working now 14 days straight as well. So they're not coming in there on Saturday and Sunday just to be playing around half the time. They want to be given something. They want to be given a mission. They want to be given a task. And when they do that task, they want to be recognized. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think before we before we close this out, man, and and if you are a leader on here and you are out there fighting for your soldiers, I I'm not saying this because it's cliche. I applaud you that mm-hmm. there are some leaders that are still out there that will go and go to bat for their soldiers and say, hey, no, sir, Major, I, this individual got this. Or no, sir, this individual got this. Because guess what? Who's who's with the, who's down with the ground troops every day? Mm-hmm. It's the leaders. It's the leaders. Mm-hmm. So if you're a leader out there and you're going to hear this from me tonight, if you're a leader out there and, and you are taking a, an award or whatever it is uh, and you're going on behalf of your soldiers and you're going in there and you're going in what we call the hot box and you're in there fighting for those soldiers. Even if that soldier doesn't get it and you go back to that soldier and say, hey, you know what, soldier, some things just it's just the way it is in the military. Don't sugarcoat it. Some things are the way it is in the military. But guess what? I want you to keep grinding that soldier's going to remember that and guess what you just did you built the leader that when if they ever reach a position that they are the approving authority guess what you just did you just impacted you just influenced because there are some leaders that are out there that are doing the right thing and fighting for their soldiers and you may get kicked down all the time or you may get kicked down more than once 
But the fact that you went and fought for that soldier, I guarantee you that soldier's going to remember. Your thoughts? That, and then I got one more fixed broken system for you. Mm -hmm. The promotion system. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that that's that's one area I want to kind of talk about, but that goes into awards as well, especially for these lower enlisted. If they don't get the awards, they don't get the points and everything that goes in that promotion Ooh. packet. So they don't end up getting that position that they're that they're supposed to get because they didn't get the awards. They didn't get the recognition. So that ends up bleeding into the promotion system. Oh, Giovanna Harold just hopped in. Shout out to my homegirl. Um, mm -hmm. But if, if we want to go into the awards, you got to you got to go into the promotion system as well. Because that is a fixed, broken system like no other, especially for us NCOs. I know E5s and E6, and I'll admit this as a senior as a senior NCO. I know E5s and E6s that should have been an yeah. E8 with me. Mm -hmm. They should be E8s right now. They should be at least E7s right now. But guess what? The system for NCOs is not the same as it is for officers. I got staff sergeants that were E5s with me and E5s that was, you know, sergeants that were sergeants with me. Um, that have degrees that are harder workers than me, but because they're either a 92 alpha or whatever this system is, they're still sitting as staff sergeants. But if you're an officer, as long as you just go to school, just go to school, we got to give it to you after the two time pass over. Just go to school. That's it. I got E5, I got sergeants, <clears throat> I got staff sergeants that have been to the schools. They got bachelors, they got masters, they got degrees, they working out in their community. But because of their MOS, they got to be stuck at staff sergeant. I think it's something completely wrong with that system. I think it's something completely wrong with the fact that they thought they were doing something by taking out the DA photo. Yeah, to me, that's a fixed broken system as well. I got a homegirl named Tasha Mims. Without looking at her DA photo, I'm pretty sure you know what Tasha is. Mm -hmm. got a, I got a homegirl named Candace Dawkins. Kentrell. I'm pretty sure you know without looking at their DA photo what color they are. It's a it's a broken system. I think, and as long as it takes to even pin us, we might as well just sit in front of the Sergeant Majors like a regular board. Because when you got a problem, might, might come with a solution. I wouldn't mind if I was a sergeant, E7, and I want to make master sergeant, that I want to prove that to a room full of sergeant majors. Mm -hmm. I want to come in there sharp, in my uniform, and not just look at my paperwork and say, mm -hmm. oh, he might be a good soldier. No, I want to come in and show you. I want to talk to you. I want to let you know that you got what I want. And mm -hmm. so this whole electronic board, you know, you send it up there and it goes from one through six and nobody really knows when the numbers is coming out or how the numbers was. And the senior NCOs give out this same blanket AAR every single year. Oh, you needed more schools. Oh, you 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 um should have finished this class or you should have did this. And then it's the same AAR. You go back and look at it on HRC. It's the mm -hmm. same AAR pretty much every single year. That's a huge issue for NCOs. You got too many staff sergeants that's been in for 20 years that should have been master sergeants by now. Oh, you should have went officer. I don't want to be an officer. I want to be an NCO. 
But that's why I'm coming in here, busting my ass for you to show you that I want to be an NCO, but you won't recognize me with an award or a promotion. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Woo! Top. <laughs> and I'm saying this. And hold on. I'm saying this, and I made I made EA. But my name is also Quentin Nicholas Duncan. So even without, even without the DA photo, I might have passed the <laughs> not knowing the ethnicity <laughs> test with Quentin Nicholas. They don't know. It could have been anything. But I think it's a it's a huge, huge broken system for our NCOs not to get promoted. There's no way a staff sergeant should be a staff sergeant for nine years, regardless of MOS. You need to find a job. For that person as a sergeant first class, that needs to be fixed. I I, I know I'm, we're not we're not we're not we're not going to get on it uh, right now. But but one of my close friends, my battle buddy, man, shout out to uh, uh, staff uh, sergeant first class uh, Latoya Green. Uh, she she hit on another fixed broken systems height and weight. Mm. The tape well, no the taping method. Oh yeah, fixed that's broken. broken. Fixed broken system. And uh, it's just one of the things that some light has to be shed on. And and uh she came out and did a video and I was like, wow, like she she got some points. And I and I've been talking about it here on the platform for a while. Like I believe that is another fixed broken system, is the army taping method mm-hmm. of how we uh tape individuals. So man, listen, top. I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna let you give the mic is yours for closing remarks. Uh, the mic is yours. I'm, it kind of went out for a second. I'm yeah, sorry. It went out for a second. Yeah, but go ahead. Oh, well, closing remarks first, man. I really, really, truly appreciate you taking the time. I know you had a busy day um, and, and, and coming out here and giving me a minute of your time and allowing me to speak on your platform. Um, you're doing something amazing out here, man. Um, I, I told you before, you know, my podcast is, 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 you know, six months old. Um, but I took a lot, um, of, of ideas. I don't have no, no problem saying that ideas from you. Um, and then the, the comedian, um, um, our army comedian, a muse shout out to her. Um, I, I, I looked at things that Kiawana Phillips and, and Sergeant Dawkins and Giovanna Harrell, I looked at things that they're, that they're doing and it, it, inspired me to want to do more. You inspired me to want to do more. Um, Keep up the good work, man. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. Um, I know this is a shameless plug, but if you're still watching, as soon as you get off, go to Instagram, type in battle to battle podcast. You're going to see my face. Click on it. You ain't got to wait. As soon as you click, you'll be following me. Look me up on, um, on Facebook as well. Quentin N. Duncan. Um, you can hop on there and see a lot of these amazing people, which very soon Mr. D. Hicks will be one of them. Um, yeah, on my it. podcast. And I get to ask him some questions for a change. So if for that reason alone you want to see um, things, um, get him on there. So I promised you, man, I did. I, I promised you. And and so you know what I'm going to do uh, Monday, tomorrow when we had a team meeting, I'm, I'm going to have to scrub some calendar dates and make sure uh, that I'm open because I did. I told you I promised you that I was gonna that I was gonna come over there, and I'm definitely gonna uh, uh, be a man of my word. So my closing remarks is: is hey, once again, uh, I'm 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 humbled that you took the time out 
uh, to come over here. And Miss Duncan, uh, hey, baby. Hey, baby. Yeah, I appreciate her coming right. on. So let me let me get let me show some love, show some love to her. I appreciate her coming on uh, and uh, being on the platform as well. But listen, top from uh, seriously from um, from the bottom of my heart, man, I appreciate it because, uh, like I said, and I want everybody to know this: he's in Afghanistan, and he could be asleep right now. And uh, he took the time out to come in and share uh, some professional development based on some of the things that he saw that he felt uh, from his professional foxhole. So I appreciate it. Um, uh, I will look at the calendar and I, I owe you some dates that I, it'll probably be March. Can we, can we look around February, March? Cause I got, February, I got, a, little, I got so, a little time. I got, I got a little time. I'll be all right. Yeah. So, so I, cause I, I ain't really, I ain't really scheduled nobody for february because um i'm i'll say it i left february open for the sma i talked to his paa hey what do we you know what y'all tell me what date y'all want in february y'all tell me what date y'all want in february so i i haven't i haven't really booked anybody for february because i'm waiting to hear back from the sma i want sergeant major grinston Sergeant of the Army Grinston, I am waiting to hear back. February is open. I'm not scheduling anybody. I'm waiting on that. So that's why I'm not going to say February. If I come back to you and say, okay, we can do it this day in February, then it's cool because I've already scheduled him. But right now, I'm leaving February alone because SMA Grinston, that's what I'm waiting on. So if he's watching, or if his PAA is watching, or somebody at the Pentagon that watches the show, I'm waiting on SMA Grinston for February. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, that was another edition of NTOPD Live. Listen, once again, a couple of admin notes. Make sure when you get off of here, if you haven't already, go search Battle to Battle Podcast. Make sure you like and follow. Openly endorsing that page. Instagram and on Facebook. Also, if you missed Saturday morning Sizzler with Coach K, myself, and Oz, listen, you need to go back and you need to look at it. It was a great uh first episode. Hey, we did, we did, we did, we did real good, and we actually like it. I think she said make a call, man. So yeah. Anyway, uh, y'all know the motto. Hey. If you see something wrong and you fail to do something about it, then you have just created a new standard. And at the end of the day, their issue is never with you, but their issue is with the standard. This has been yours truly, Staff Sergeant Hicks, hashtag the professional SGL, along with my special guest, the one and only First Sergeant Quentin N. Duncan. We will be seeing y'all next week. We got us. Y'all have a good night. Baby, rock, 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 rock,